This is Was That Good For You, a podcast all about sex and relationships. We cover everything from kinks to long-distance dating and everything in between. Today's topic is gut feelings, and today's guest is... I am Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, guys. Kelsey here. Yes. I, uh, I'm i from Wisconsin originally, and yes. now I am a hair colorist in Los Angeles. Yeah, we actually met through Gabby, mm-hmm. and you guys go way back, right? Oh my god, she's from Madison too. Yeah. Like, we were high school frenemies. High school frenemies! <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> but now we're all friends. Now all you're all friends. Oh, I guess you're not actually less right. loud as you thought you were. <laughs> I did. I've been trying to behave myself. Uh, today's word of the day is emotional play, which is actually a BDSM term where you uh, inflict psychological damage on your partner um, via humiliation, fear, shame, um, and other elements that might cause them to have an emotional response, which is cool because I didn't realize that was a kink. I, that's just what happens in all my relationships. Yeah, I'm like, that people want that? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, okay. I get that whether I ask I'm for like, it or not. Right, no I'm, safe word, just people do it to me. Yeah, like go on any dating app in uh, LA if that's your Yeah, kink. and you're, uh, you're, <laughs> you're going to get some emotional play. <laughs> Yeah, I read that and I was like, yeah, that's a real thing. Here that's we uh, go. even closer. Okay. Even all closer. Right, Get all right. I'm ASMR. Nervous. Get right up in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, gut feelings. Gut feelings. It's funny. Man. I was talking to the guy that I'm seeing right now about this episode, mm-hmm. and he looked at me like I was crazy mm-hmm. because the, he was like, gut feelings, like, elaborate. And I was like, well, this is going to make me sound a little bit off my rocker, but. Mm-hmm. And I stand by this. I have never had someone that I know be pushed, have a gut feeling so strong that they ended up doing something quote unquote crazy. For example, checking a phone, mm-hmm. checking an email, whatever, right. and not found something. Right. I have never found, found seen a situation where somebody gets has a gut feeling so strong that they're pushed to do something like that, yeah. and there's nothing there. Yeah. It's like something is telling them right. to do it. Right. And he looked at me like I was crazy, and I'm like, I'm not advocating for it. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. you should check someone's phone. Yeah. I haven't checked a phone in a very long time since I was like a young, insecure person dating. Yeah. All I'm saying yes. is I have never seen it happen where somebody didn't find anything right and I, th- I think a lot of that goes back to the old saying of like don't go looking for shit if you don't want to find it absolutely you know and I think something that's huge for me in this because I've had people go through my phones before Have which I really once okay. one time and I was like okay wow we're, we're at that point now mm-hmm. so I think really what it all goes back to is just um it's making sure you're in a relationship where you feel comfortable and stable enough that you would never get to that point. Yeah. Because if it's at that point, I think at, when you get there, it's more reflective of where your relationship already is. Absolutely. And that in itself is the issue. You know, it's never like the text message that you find. It's never the DM that you find. It's that that person already wasn't solid enough feeling to you that you had to get to that point, which sure. is, you know, kind of, in my opinion, like a reflection of the relationship as a whole, you know? So is that how you felt in hindsight in that relationship where the person looked through your phone? Like, in hindsight, you're like, yeah, that was that was never going to work anyway. I think so, yeah. I mean, I think that there are certain things that certain people need to feel secure, mm-hmm. and I think that that reflected a very big insecurity of his. Right. Um, I actually was listening to a podcast the other day about trust, and it was super interesting because it was basically about how trust is, it's not actually, you know, someone doing all the things that you want them to do, you know, yeah. making that vow, staying loyal. What trust is, it's a, it's a power thing yeah. and it's more of a control thing. And it's basically creating that box that you want someone to 
act or react in a certain way. Yeah. And the loss of power control that you feel when someone does something that's untrustworthy to you, that's a you issue. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And so I think that it's super important to realize that you want to be in a relationship where you trust someone enough that they can like love and grow and you're putting something into it instead yeah. of creating that box for, for that sure. person. You know, I've, I've struggled with that a lot. I've struggled a lot, especially when I was younger with insecurity in relationships. Right. And I was like kind of always feeling like a little bit out of control. Right. And like you said, it was totally a me thing. A lot of times it wasn't even something they were doing. Yeah. It was totally me just like needing to have full control of the situation because I was insecure. Right. Um, and so, and I've talked about this on a few episodes, but that's a big reason why I would like for my next relationship uh-huh. to explore being open. Because I feel like it's important for me to push myself and like be in this thing where it's like you are your own person and I am my own person and right. people might come in and float out and like I want to force myself to like have a partnership where I, you can like fully, 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 fully trust them on like this insane level that I don't know if I've actually had yet in a relationship and I feel like that's a good kind of test of that. Not necessarily we need, we need to be open forever Yeah. but I have seen it a lot. It's been like a very recurring thing in my life is like being friends and like people in my life who are in open relationships and like how cool it is to see their dynamic because they have this insane trust. Yeah. Like insane. Yeah. This one girl was telling me that she was seeing this couple, these two girls and they had been seeing each other like regularly. She was the third. They're a couple. Mm-hmm. They like live together. And she was over one day and they were waiting for the one of the girls to get home. Mm-hmm. And the one girl was like, I really want to kiss you right now, but like my woman's not home. And it's mm-hmm. like she could have kissed her mm-hmm. and her partner probably honestly wouldn't have cared. They've already all been having sex. And yeah. she could have done it and not told her partner. But like it doesn't matter what they've done. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter that she can get away with it. Like, yeah. her partner is the most important thing and, like, the respect of, like, waiting for her to get home. Right. And I was like, that's why they're able to do things like this. 100%. Because they have that complete 100%, like, trust and respect for each other. Right. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is, like, people say, you know, I don't trust, I never have trustworthy partners or I never, you know, like, every relationship, someone's going to do something wrong. And it, that, to me, is just a huge energy thing. Absolutely. Like, I, I know that sounds so L.A. and hipstery to say, oh, but... Oh, no, I feel like a lot of this episode's gonna be about energy right right so I mean I feel like a lot of that is what you're putting into the universe and if you're constantly putting out that like insecurity and lack of control into the universe you're gonna keep on getting that reflected basically right back at you absolutely and you know at the end of the day when when you get to that point where you're always bring in that same energy, that common denominator is you, right. you know? It's not Absolutely. every single person. And until you get to the core of why you feel that way, which a lot of times trust is control. And it goes back to, like, childhood shit where, oh, yes. you know, like, you keep picking these familiar circumstances, which is the shitty person, the untrustworthy mm-hmm. person, because you can control that. You yeah. can look in their phone. You can do, you know, you can Absolutely. get to that place and you know what to expect. So it's comfortable for you. For sure. It's, it's, and I've said this before, it's an addiction to toxicity. Yes. It's like you're addicted yes. to the way that feels that yes. like it for you, it's like not a, it's not a real relationship unless there are those feelings yeah. of like insecurity and like, oh my God, they're not texting me. Like, are they hooking up with someone right now? Like, yes. it's like you're so used to that in relationships, you become addicted to it. Yeah. And then when you don't have it, you're like, wait, what's wrong? Yeah, totally. And sometimes it sounds so silly to say, but sometimes that toxicity is what we're comfortable with. Absolutely. And then a, a good person could be knocking at your door, but you don't know how to reciprocate that kind yeah. of, you know, or receive that you kind of energy. You could even like feel energy. like something's missing. Yeah, totally. And something that 
is actually the way a relationship is supposed to be oh, because yeah. you're like oh it's not I've heard people be like oh you guys aren't fighting like you're not passionate like that's so unhealthy no, so unhealthy <laughs> but so at the end of the day I think we've all been there especially after a shitty relationship oh, yes. where we go into the next thing someone's normal and then it feels like something's wrong or right. we have that fear that you know exactly something's gonna go downhill for sure so what does a gut feeling feel mm-hmm. like to you because like mine is very specific. It's kind of the same way across the board, but obviously it's different for everyone. So I wanted to right. know. Yours. Okay. So a gut feeling to me is, you know, physically I feel like it's that feeling. If it's a bad gut feeling, yeah. it's that feeling where your heart drops onto your ass. Yes. Like, you know, that feeling yes. where you're just like that sinking, Sick, luminous sinking feeling. feeling. Yeah. If it's bad or if it's good, I think that it's when you're able to be unapologetically yourself, which yeah. is maybe the gut feeling to each person is just what feels right to their core, yeah. you know, like what feels good at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's funny you say that because like the sinking feeling is exactly mine. Uh-huh. And like I almost always, it's the craziest thing. And Gabby knows this. I like always have to poop. <laughs> it's like, it's like it sinks so much shit, that my body's like. Shit is going shit down. Shit is literally going down. Like my, my, it's like this weird thing my body does where like when I get really anxious about it or like if I like, again, go looking for something yeah. and I find something, yeah. I like immediately have to poop every single <laughs> It's getting that toxicity. It's just lingering in there. It's the craziest thing. And yeah. it happens to me every single That's time. That's amazing. Like, there have been times when um, Gabby and I, when we lived together, where I'd like find something or she would like tell me something or like she would see something and I'd like look at her and I'd be like, I have to go poop. And I literally will talk about this in five minutes. That's amazing. It's the craziest uh, thing. So when but, all else fails, if you have to shit, that might be your gut feeling. That, that's my gut feeling that something is off. I was like, oh, something doesn't oh, feel right. God. I have to poop, and then I've done this. Like, this doesn't You got to get it all out. Um, but yeah, and and it's funny you say that we're talking about addictions earlier because I. With the guy I'm seeing right now, we have both been very open about the fact that we kind of have that addiction, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's like you almost start to self-sabotage mm-hmm. certain things. And I have had a problem before with trying to differentiate um, self-sabotage slash my own insecurities mm-hmm. with a gut feeling. Like with a true gut feeling. Right. Okay. Interesting. I have had a really hard time with that. It's like, am I, am I intuitive or am yeah. I insecure? Yeah, totally. Well, again, that gets confusing, especially when you're not aware of, like, what kind of love you deserve. Mm -hmm. Then you're kind of like, is my gut feeling, you know, that this person is boring or, you know, this and that? Or am I being intuitive that they're not my fit? Or is this just, like, a normal person who's deserving of my love, but I'm not used to that? Exactly. So there's so many factors that go into that. Exactly. How do you differentiate? You know, so what I think has gotten to be the easiest and the easiest way to get out of toxicity and the easiest way to differentiate between the gut feeling and the, you know, your intuition or, you know, what you're familiar with is setting a boundary. Okay. And that to me, like that was groundbreaking and life-changing is that when I set boundaries for how I want someone to treat me, it all depends on how they react to that. So if I voice what I need, like, hey, you know, I, I need a little more attention or I need you know, I need more physical touch or whatever, like right. love language or right. thing that you need. Um, when you voice that, there's there's going to be two different responses you're getting. There's going to be the person that's receptive of mm-hmm. what you need, hears you out, wants to work with you. And then there's a person that's dismissive, shuts it down, and they make it clear in either way. Yeah. And it's like, it's 
whether you want to go back to the guy that texts you saying like, oh yeah, that's cool that you feel that way. Let me know when you miss me. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to text back the guy that's like, I'm really sorry that I made you feel that way. And I think your gut feeling is easier to read when you give people a clear boundary and see how they react to it. Absolutely. I I have a hard time with that because I have a very hard time communicating my right. needs. Me too. <laughs> I have a, and I've said this before on the on episodes, I have a very, very hard time um I'm like always the cool girl. Yeah, me too, hundred percent. And that's terrible. It's horrible because like I'm actually not that cool. I mean, I like not in relationships at least. Like maybe I'm a little bit cool in like real life, but like in relationships, I'm like I can be like insecure. Yeah, and I can have like anger issues or like some jealousy or whatever. Yeah. But like I play it and like I become this person, and then it's like I'm kind of stuck. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's yeah. cool that you didn't talk to me for a week. It's I- I'm s- sick. It's that's cool. It's, it's cool, dude. I gotta go. Yeah, it's like yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. become that person, and then I think for me a lot of times I have these like quote-unquote gut feelings or whatever and really it's just my insecurity but it's not something that I can voice and talk about because I've like dug myself in this hole right of right, being, right, a cool of being so cool of being yes. so cool then at that point it's like oh I can't like I'll get like a gut feeling that like a guy isn't can't he like maybe flaked like he c- couldn't hang out that night right. we we're supposed to and I'll get like a feeling that he's like out with someone else mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean yes. and it's like sometimes I have to like pull myself out and be like this is your insecurity because you don't know how he feels because you won't ask because you're too cool right and he doesn't know how you feel because you won't tell him yes yes, <laughs> yes, yes because you're too cool because you're too you're cool you're so cool exactly and yes. so it's like it almost at that point too it's like how much can you fault people when you're not actually talking about how you yeah feel? Well, I have and- a hard time communicating I am the same. I'm the same way. I can't communicate. I want to be cool. And so I think I let those play into each other. I'm like, oh, perfect. Works hand in hand. You know, I'm incapable of saying how I feel and being vulnerable. And also that looks cool and mysterious. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And it's super sick. (laughs) But I think that, you know, so for the first time, actually, I was like hanging out with this guy and he did something that like immediately it was like the gut feeling it was like the I have to shit like yes you know he just like treated me in a way I did not like Mm -hmm. whatsoever and normal me would be like I'm cool I am so cool I'm not even going to say that this bothers me because I just want to keep spending time with this person even though they clearly are making it known that they're being shitty to me yes so for the first time I voiced my needs you know I said and I that was it was so scary for me and my heart was racing okay yes yes and this was like this was like us cuddling hanging out and he like could not be fucking bothered and so I I had to say I was like I need attention right now like straight up I just said it and he was such a dick about it and I was so embarrassed immediately I was just like why did I even voice how I felt like that was so stupid you know because so then after that happened I was like I'm gonna go like I have to do laundry at home you know I, I set that boundary I was like this is someone showing me how they want to treat me right. and I need to pull yourself out of that. Pull it out of it. Otherwise, you know, the universe is gonna keep giving me that Absolutely. scenario. And so I'm driving home and I'm like, God, that like I could just be hanging out. And we've all had that feeling where we like leave a guy's house because we're mad or upset. And mm-hmm. then the whole ride home, we're like, if I didn't fucking say it, yeah. we would still be hanging I'm, out. If somebody like saw yes. me through the car window, I'd be like, Yes, yes. Like yelling yes. into nothing, like yes. just like talking like a crazy yes. person. Yes. Because I'm like in because my head, I'm like, this is what I should have said. Yes. This is what I should have said. Yes. That would have really got him. Yes. And I was like <laughs> so embarrassed. And I called one of my friends who's super spiritual and she was like, you know what? I know that you think you're not the cool girl by voicing your needs. And I know that was super hard for you. But it's actually so much fucking cooler to say how you felt in that moment. You set that boundary. Yeah. And in that exact moment, you got the reaction. And I think what messed me up is that I didn't think that was going to be the reaction. I thought really? that because I was doing 
the right thing. You know, I was voicing my needs. He was just going to magically respond the way mm-hmm. I wanted. But it was a good learning lesson that it didn't matter if he responded the way I wanted to. That's on him. Yeah. I said what I needed to say. And thankfully then I stopped hanging out with him very soon on versus ignoring that and ignoring that and yes. then be that much more invested in six months when someone's dismissive of what I want. For sure. The first week, yeah. you know. I love that you did that. I um, I recently did that too. I was seeing a guy and I, I'd been playing it so cool, so cool, not telling him how I feel. He could do whatever he wanted, treat me however he wanted. And then at one point it was like, okay, it's been five months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I should and- probably figure this out. And I like, something in me like wouldn't. Like I just like didn't, I couldn't, every time I tried and all, of course all my friends were like, you have to talk to him. Like yeah. you have to say something. Like you have to do, you, like at this point he could do no wrong. Right. If he flaked the night of, if he was three hours late, like yeah. if we didn't talk for a week, it didn't matter. Yeah. And so he's having the time of his fucking life and I'm dying. But <laughs> Like to him, yeah. I'm chill and like, I'm fine. I'm cool. it's chill, it's chill, it's chill. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm chill. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and so I finally basically talked to him, and it went exactly how you think it went. He was like not receptive to my feelings and like didn't want anything and whatever. I ended it the next day, mm-hmm. but I think I look back now in hindsight and I'm like, that was for sure my gut feeling was like, I think I knew subconsciously that he was going to react that way, mm-hmm. and it was like it was going to end. Right. Because right. it's like I knew, a part of me like subconsciously knew that, okay, you can keep this going for as long as you want. Right. But until it, but you know that when you talk about your feelings and you bring them up, it's yes. going to end. He's yeah. not going to respond the way you want. You know him at this point. It's yeah. been a certain amount of time. And it's like I subconsciously like didn't want it to end. Yeah. And so I like, let myself do this for a certain amount of time because I knew that that conversation was going to do that. And I've, I've heard this quote before and it's like any relationship that can be ruined by a conversation about feelings was not a relationship in the first right. place. Right. 100%. 100%. I was really upset at first and then now looking back it's like oh my god. Like yeah. I what a like not a waste of time everything happens for a reason but right. like I really was just waiting around because I knew exactly what was going to happen. My gut knew what was going to happen and yeah. I just like it took me a very long time to listen to it and it made me realize like just you got to say how you feel you're gonna you're 26 my dear yes it's it's (laughs) it's time to start uh stop fucking around (laughs) and start saying how you feel yeah uh we'll take a quick break and then we'll jump back in kind of like on the same thing i recently that was like a big learning experience for me obviously Mm -hmm. so recently with the guy i'm seeing now Something happened where he didn't do anything wrong, but just, like, the situation made me, like, a little bit uncomfortable. I basically, fuck it, I'll just say it. He, Mm. we hung out with his friends for the first time, and it was, like, not the ideal situation for me for the first time, just because I didn't know. Like, I knew I wanted to meet his friends, but, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know it was going to happen that night. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up being, like, 12 of them at the same time. Yeah. And it was also after, like, a very long, like, five-hour beach day. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, exhausted. And I mm-hmm. also was from the beach. So, like, I mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to, like, you know, look nice the first time. Like, right. I literally had no makeup. I had, like, beach skin, like, beach hair. Like, and they're all very, very close. And so, like, a lot of it was, like, inside jokes and stuff. And I'm just, like, sitting there, like, feeling, like, ugly and awkward. And, like, I, I, I pride myself on being able to kind of, like, be in a social, be very social and like be in a social situation and like hold my own and you can like bring me to a party and like go do your thing and I can kind of like I can hold my own yeah and I didn't feel that in this situation I yeah. was like very off yeah I just like there were there were a lot of things and there were some other things so there's like a lot of things about the situation that just made me feel really really like fuck mm-hmm. and I it like a week went by where I just like was so anxious mm-hmm. and feeling so bad and and there was a part of me honestly that was like 
this quote unquote gut feeling mm-hmm. that I think was more insecurity that was like, oh, like you don't fit into his world. Like, mm-hmm. this is a red flag. You, like, don't get along with his friend. Not that I don't get along, but you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Like, it wasn't, like, this right. instant. It didn't feel right didn't and feel romantic. Right. It didn't right. feel right. And I had to, like, slap myself and be like, this is a thousand percent your insecurity. Yeah. You, like, didn't like the way that that happened. Yeah. But, like, it was a first time, like, you were pushed in. You, like, didn't feel, like, comfortable with the way you looked. Like, yeah. it's that is totally your insecurity. And I ended up doing what I never do. I, I called him. Uh-huh. And we don't, like, talk on the phone super often. So I was yeah. like, can we, like, talk? And it was, like, 8.30 in the morning. I was on my way he's to work. He scared. He was shitting his pants. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he was all like... I bet you he was. <laughs> um, and I was like... And there was nothing even for me to say to him, but I was basically just like, I just want to say how I feel because I yeah. don't do that that often, but I like you. Yeah. And I just, like, feel like that didn't go well. Uh-huh. And it's been upsetting me. And I just feel like... Like, I look awkward to you now or, like, I don't get along. And he ended up being, like, incredible about it. And he was like, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for saying this. It's so funny you say that because, like, I actually felt a little bit, like, he was like, I was just worried about, like, what their jokes. Like, does she think they're funny? Like, does Mm -hmm. she like them? Mm -hmm. Like, I I was worried about, like, he was worried about his own things about it. And, like, not, not, I don't even think he had crossed his mind that I was being awkward. Like, he was being insecure, too. And was like, are my friends too, like, this or to that or whatever? And ended up being this, like, great thing. Yeah. no, they all loved you and blah blah blah. And then the second time I met them, I was like, I Got this. killed it. You I killed, killed it. it. Yes. But I was like, damn, I should really just start talking about how I feel. It feels so good. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, once you realize that it's it's gonna go two ways. It's either gonna feel really fucking good, mm-hmm. and it's you're gonna have that moment, that aha moment. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have that aha moment. You realize you're both in your own bubbles yes. for like of you know anxiety and security, all of that. Yeah. Or it's going to go the other way and, you know, they're not going to react how you want. They're going to make you feel a certain way and you need to go with that gut feeling of, you know. And the way I started looking at that, because I think going back to like if I voice how I feel um, that person will leave or it'll be over, that's an attachment issue, you know. And like you're getting some form of validation or security from an outside source. And I think it's so cheesy to say like love yourself. I I never got that. Why people would be like love yourself or who could love you and like I think like first first hand of that I was like I do love myself you know like we're good looking, we're funny we're talkative. So like how could we we're not insecure. How could we ever be insecure? But I think second to that is looking at what you're willing to accept in relationships and that in itself is a form of self-love and oh that, my god absolutely. you know and so like and being comfortable enough to voice how you feel and if someone doesn't reciprocate that kind of like understanding energy then you need to love yourself enough to walk away from a situation that's comfortable to yeah. you that's true self-love 100 percent. i know so many women that are incredibly like physically beautiful and they know it and they take a million selfies and post a million pictures of themselves but they're in these relationships or they let themselves be you know what I mean treated a certain way and it's like oh my god like on the surface you are so secure borderline a narcissist but actually you just don't think you deserve something good no 100% it's crazy and that goes back to what we were saying about like when somebody just does treat you right and your first instinct is like this is weird or boring or something's off and it's like no that's actually just like what you deserve and maybe you just haven't experienced that yeah or like value yourself enough to know that like sometimes you know safe or boring or whatever words we associate with like normal nice people like it's okay like it's absolutely it's okay to accept those things and you deserve that you know and I also think um it makes real gut feelings easier to 
I guess, like, notice. Right. Like, what we're talking about right now is, like, the like being able to, like, differentiate between a real gut feeling, like, real, like, an ener- like understanding energy and, like, insecurity or self-sabotage. And I think when you are fully, like... I love myself, I know who I am, I know what I deserve, and you're communicating that to your partners. Yeah. When you do have a gut feeling, you you know it instantly. You know you're it. You're like, that is a real gut feel. That's something my body, the universe, whatever, is telling me. And you don't have to worry about, like, is this something else? Is this me? Is it blah, blah, blah? Because you've already dealt with that. You know it's not. Yes. Like, I, you don't have those issues anymore of, like, wondering if it's a real feeling or not. A hundred percent. It makes those feelings so much easier to, like, pinpoint and be like, I know for a fact this is not Yeah, it. because you're, you're not able to self-sabotage when you set that boundary and you respect yourself enough to hold people accountable exactly. really is all exactly. it is so do you have any good stories of times where you've had a gut feeling and it's been right or maybe wrong oh a gut feeling where it's been right or wrong i might need to take a break <laughs> <laughs> no yeah we're good um okay so my only concern with answering this is it kind of goes back to the same guy that i was referring to earlier where okay. i like, voice my need uh-huh. and like he didn't. So I'm trying to think of a story besides that guy where I knew it was right or wrong. <laughs> Is there a possibility he will listen to this? No. Uh, if I post it on my story, he definitely watches all my stories. And so he'd so, get curious. Well, he'll know. I don't care if yeah. he knows it, but I'm just trying to think of a situation outside of that. Yeah. Have you ever checked a guy's phone? Never. Mm-mm. I love that for you. Yeah, yeah. I love that for you. Never. I've never checked a guy's phone. I guess situations that I knew were wrong for me. I th- Okay, so here's here's the tea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for a very long time, I was insecure. And again, it goes back to like being physically secure, but like deep down insecure enough that I was willing to accept many forms of love. Mm. And I was a glorified people pleaser, which okay. I've learned over time is just not the move. Yeah. Because what that means is that I would justify how people treated me because I knew that they liked me and that was enough. Yes, And I could tell that even though they were shitty at showing it, it was their way of showing it. And so I always justified it by it being their way or, mm. you know, like yeah. they're just not affectionate. You can't change or someone. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, and that's fair. You can't change someone. But I think that continuously accepting the form of love that isn't fulfilling to you has been huge. Like that has been huge to my self-growth of just knowing that just because someone loves me doesn't mean I have to accept and continue that love, you know? Absolutely. And so I think just setting that foundation alone made me realize that the relationships that I've looked back on where I just knew the whole time they weren't for me, but Mm -hmm. I never asked them to step up to the plate and I was the cool girl the whole time, yeah. you know? I, I was too cool to ever even voice that. Those are the ones that I learned the most from. Yeah. Looking back at, though, like, in the moment, I had no idea. Like, eventually, it all lit on fire for whatever reason was, like, specific <laughs> to that time. But in the moment, I was just, like, riding that wave as long as I could hold on to it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I totally get that. I, I love that you've never checked stuff. I have. I haven't uh-huh. done it really much as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um. And when I say adult, I mean, like, over, like, 21 because right. I was a child. Yeah. Um, but I remember I have a very specific memory of this guy I was dating um, right out of high school. Mm-hmm. He was, like, my, I guess he was my college boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy. Amazing. Literally mm-hmm. never did anything that sh- that made me, like feel like I couldn't trust him. He was an incredible. To this day, I will like ride so hard for him and be like, he was like easily one of like the most pure, nicest men I ever dated. Uh-huh. Um, but I still had tons of 
insecurity uh-huh. is totally on me. And I like, not, that, not even that I didn't trust him. It was just, I don't even know how to explain it other than I was just insecure. I was just insecure. I was just an yeah. insecure well, person. you didn't trust yourself. Yeah. And maybe you didn't think you were worthy of whatever yes. he was giving to absolutely. your table, you know? Absolutely. And so one time we were, I was sleeping over his house, been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he was asleep, and I decided to check his phone. Mm-hmm. And I look back now, and I'm like, bitch, you had no reason. I had nothing. <laughs> yeah. I had no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had nothing to go on. And I was just <laughs> such an insecure little girl. Um, I want to, like, shake her and be like, can you chill for two seconds? <laughs> no chill. Um, and I checked his phone, and there was literally nothing. Like, there wasn't even so much as, like, the slightest flirty DM. There, was l- there wasn't even anything that I could, like latch on to and be mm-hmm. mad at just mm-hmm. to like justify myself looking through his phone you know mm-hmm. what I mean there wasn't even like something where it's like it could be misconstrued but I, I found something so like now I feel validated for what I did yeah I had to just sit in my shame yeah like I, I don't even I didn't even tell him I did it feels it. dirty it did I'm sure it did it's like if <laughs> yeah. you it's I almost like I don't wish I found something but it's like damn at least if you find something you feel like damn that's hell yeah I looked because I fucking knew it I fucking knew it <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even do that like I I just had to like Put the phone down and just be like, you need to take a hard look at yourself. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and in the moment, I bet you my dumb ass would have been like, well, I had a gut feeling. And it's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You're just uh, you're just so You're just like, doing you're you, just, sweetie. Yeah. You're just doing you. <laughs> that is you. a singular thing. That is a singular thing. He has nothing to do with yes. that. That could have been anyone's phone. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like, yeah. So that's terrible. The one time I did find something... I wish I had better, like, horror stories of, like, like wanting to find something and then finding something. Um, but I did. I I wasn't lo- even looking for something. Mm-hmm. I, I had a gut feeling that something was going on with this guy, but I was a little bit older and I was definitely more secure in it. And so I was kind of, like, doing that thing where I was, like, going back and forth between being insecure and being, like, chill out. Like, you have no reason to worry, blah, blah, blah. But there was, like, a little bit of something there. Mm-hmm. Either way, I was old enough that I, like, wasn't going to fucking check his phone or anything. Mm -hmm. We were sitting on the couch, and we were with all of his friends, and I had, like, become very integrated into his friend group to the point where I was, like, part of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'd hang out with them even when he wasn't there or whatever. So it was, like, like, seven of us. We're all sitting on the couch. We're, like, watching TV. We're high. And I had to do something for work, and my email wouldn't work on my phone, and so he told me to use his. Mm -hmm. And I went to the sent folder only to make sure it had sent. Mm-hmm. I, in my head, and I, I can picture it perfectly, I wasn't even like, that, the idea of looking through his phone wasn't even like there. No. And I looked, Especially, I, went, I mean, you're on a couch full of exactly, all of his friends. And it's I'm not like, the time you're, like, watching yeah. a funny movie or <laughs> yeah. something. It's like, there's whatever. I don't want to kill my own vibe yeah, right no. now. <laughs> so I go to sent to make sure the email sent, and I immediately see something, and I was like, oh no. Who, was he sending nudes via email? He was, oh, he, God. Do people talk dirty via Gmail? <laughs> that G-chat gets wild, dude. G-chat. I mean, let's bring AI back for that. I think it was a thing where he he knew that it was bad, and I think that in his mind it was, like, more secretive over email. Like, there was a lesser chance of me finding out. I, I ended up finding some emails, and it's like, what do you do in that situation, right? Because you're like with a bunch of people, and I'm yeah. for sure high. Yeah. Like, it's a terrible situation. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do, so I like exited out. I gave him back his phone. He's like, did everything go, go through? And I'm like, yes. And, then, <laughs> and I like, I'm not the kind of person for somebody who's like, quote unquote, everybody's always like, okay, oh, like Kate Raya. Everybody's always like, Raya's like not emotional. Like, you know, I'm not an emotional person. I like don't like to show my emotions, whatever. 
I have this weird juxtaposition where I hate showing my emotions, but I absolutely wear them on my face. Like, if I am upset, the whole world knows. Yeah. Everyone knows. The barista at Starbucks knows. Everybody yep. knows. Like, mm-hmm. I am, I have a very hard time, like, not showing how I feel. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I there's no, there's no way around this. I can't, like, get through the night. So uh-huh. I ended up, like, walking into his room because we were at our place living together um and i basically had to like text him be like i need you to come into the room for a second and then he came in and i had to be like i just saw blah 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 i need you to tell everyone to leave and he had to like make up an excuse that i was like sick and tell everyone to leave and then i was like waiting in the room with my like legs crossed like ready to Mm -hmm, like like mm -hmm. you know real ready to fight like let's do this (laughs) and it ended up being this crazy thing but it's crazy looking back and like having like the tiniest gut feeling that something was off and then but not acting on it and then there ended up being something yeah and that's that's hard you never know. know you never know and at the end of the day i think it's super important to not blame yourself for not knowing you know right, like yeah. it's hard to know when someone's shady and it's hard to it know is. it's one of those things where until you see it at face value the second level of that is just being like you know what this is that's where it's time to set that boundary and be like for sure I don't accept this but you know it's hard to not be on hard on yourself when you had that gut feeling for so long yeah. that it's easy for us to go back and be like I could have said something sooner. I could have seen something sooner, you know, but you want to try to change your ways. But at the end of the day, you can't change other people's ways. And that's like huge to recognize that. So for a while after it, yeah, I was like, am I an idiot? Am I like, like, I I just like didn't, I, I had a very like hard time getting back to like trusting myself. Right. Because I was like, I just couldn't understand. Like, uh, I found it on his phone. I wasn't actually looking for it. Like I had a feeling, but not real. Like it was like this, it was very hard for me to deal with afterwards and like get back to like trusting myself and like, but also in a way where I'm like, wait, is this a trust issue from this previous thing? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it, it is hard to get to that place of like really, truly trusting and understanding the way that you feel. Well, and I think what that also is, is it sounds like there was still, you know, kind of a pile up of small gut feelings that I think you dismiss. Like, yeah. I don't oh, think, you know what I mean? Like, by the time you got to that point where you sent the email, it was already so luminous. Yeah. And some of that is putting into the universe again and again that something bad is happening and yeah. that it's going on. That when it gets to that point, you know, your little gut feelings that were annoyed or <laughs> annoyed, they were triggered over yeah. time. They kind of all come at once, you right. know, and that's where it's hard to distinguish what was a gut feeling or what was an insecurity until you break them down case by case, you know? Absolutely. So I have a question. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Okay, I'm already sweating. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With the guy who checked your phone, Uh did he find something? He did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His gut feeling was right. His gut feeling was right. Um, I also can't hide anything on my face. Okay. I had tried to break up with him a couple times. Like, before that, he was, you know... Sorry if you're listening, dude. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he did. But he was, like, very, like, crying, kicking, screaming, you know? Mm, yes. And that was kind of, I think that was a two-way street for sure. Like, yeah. I definitely will take ac- accountability. It was nothing, like, scandalous by any means, by right. the way. Like, he checked my phone. And I was like, I made a new friend. And he was all like, why are you out here making new friends? Mm, and I was like. It was one of those like, things where, like, it was, it was, was over. Like, but he was it was over, friend. but it was like, yes. yes. It was emotionally I've, I've over. I've been in that situation, absolutely. And I think that it got to that point for him, you know? like He knew, too. He knew. He And that's why going mm-hmm. to my phone, you know, like. <laughs> He knew. I took a shower. And when I got to that point, I broke up with him after he went through my phone, which right. sounds savage. But I'm like, if we're already at this point, it's just not it's not OK for oh, either yeah. of us. You know, definitely. Like, I clearly emotionally want to move on. I've tried many times and you've kept me around, which is fine. But it's not working anymore. Yeah. You know, like what was comfortable is just not right. anymore. 
So is there ever any coming back from checking a phone? Because we've talked about how it's like, and obviously it's indicative of like a bigger issue, whether that's like insecurity or a problem in the relationship or whatever. Is there any coming back from that? I don't think so. Unfortunately, I feel like it's just at the end of the day that goes down to like a lack of trust in the relationship. And I think that it's so important to have that solid foundation that... Once you get to that point, like we said, it's like such an accumulation of all these different triggers and Mm -hmm. gut feelings that I think it's just better to move on and start fresh. I mean, I can be kind of savage in that way and that when I'm with someone, I'm fully invested. And if all those stars aren't aligning, then I'd rather just like start clean with someone else or I do the same thing. I feel like we have a lot of similar things (laughs) that we're talking about, but I do the same thing. When I'm in it, I am so in it. Like I will do anything for that person, but if there's a point where there's like a click for me Mm -hmm. and it's wrong, I'm like, bye. Yeah. Anyways. For real. Goodbye. Like I feel like sometimes in like a very savage way, I like kind of can blindside people when I leave, but it's like for me, it's like once I know that it's not right. Yeah. I cannot be in it any longer. I can't I undo it. I absolutely cannot. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, that goes back to not being able to change people and change mm-hmm. how they treat you. And I think really the only way you could ever stay in a relationship if an issue arises is if you're with someone that's working on themselves. Yeah. And if you're not with someone that's like valuing themselves to get to the core of whatever issues may arise, yeah. then it's just a lost cause. Absolutely. You know, and it's a lost battle. And I think that if you get to that point where either you're on that end of checking the phone or someone checked your phone, there's someone in the relationship that isn't working on themselves enough to, you know, be to get to that place. Right. You know, for sure. It's funny you say uh, this is like the last thing I'll say, but it's funny you say that um, it's like, do they want to change or like. It is are they loving you the right way? Like, mm-hmm. is this like a right match? Because I feel like a lot of times too, I have had this issue, and I feel like a lot of women I know have had this issue where it's like, are they? Is there something wrong with this person? Are they shade, quote unquote shady, mm-hmm. or are they? Do we just have different love languages? Yeah, and I feel like that's a problem I see across a lot of people dating. Is like. There, sometimes people get in this very, and I've been in this mentality, I think it's very wrong, of mm-hmm. like, you're not loving me the way I need to be loved. You, There's something wrong with you. Yeah, or fix it, or right, change. exactly. When yeah. sometimes it's just not a match. It's just not a match. And that goes back to accepting the love, you know, that we actually deserve right. versus the love that's right in front of us. Because I think it's so easy dating in LA for it to be so glamorous that mm-hmm. someone who's attractive or good at something yeah. is into you. You could be going you. on a fun date every night if you wanted to. Yes, totally. And then it's easy to get wrapped up in that attention that that person gives you or the validation but uh, you know I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. There's like uh, there's like a bite. That's what I was like. <laughs> I know it's kind of thrown me off a little bit Whoa. too. Um, um yeah, I totally lost it. Oh my god, I feel like such a stoner. I literally <laughs> was in the middle of a sentence and don't know it's fine. So yeah. it's fine. Um you said a couple good points that we still yeah. got like an okay. answer out of we it. We can we can work with um, that. Yeah, I agree. I the um I was seeing a guy for a bit semi recently and it was not a match. Yeah, I don't necessarily know why to this day it just wasn't it just wasn't a match. Mm-hmm. And I had to do something I never do, which is a lot of times if it's not a real relationship, I tend to be an asshole and kind of ghost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not. I'm tr- I'm in this place similar, I think, to you, where I'm like trying to like force myself out of these bad habits and like mm-hmm. understand like and be like a fully fledged adult person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat him down and I was like, this just like is not working. Yeah, it's just like I don't know what it is, but it's just like it's not. It's not a match. And I went through this whole thing before I did that with all my friends where I was like, he is hot. He's successful. Mm -hmm. He's, like, talented. He's funny. He really likes me. Like, Mm -hmm. he was so nice. Like, 
like open card doors for me and like he planned dates like a week in advance made reservations Whoa. yeah Whoa. like crazy LA shit that you don't see that often yeah. and he was a musician too so yeah. it was like very rare Whoa. very rare <laughs> um, but it just like was not there and I was like is there something wrong with me that I don't like him. Yeah. And in that situation, there wasn't. There yeah. wasn't anything wrong with me. And I wasn't even self-sabotaging. It just wasn't a match. Yeah. I just couldn't be fully into it. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that gut feeling on the opposite end, where it's like, I feel like a lot of times gut feelings are associated with, like, somebody be doing, like, being bad or, like, being bad for you or doing something bad. Yeah. But sometimes, like, somebody's great and you still just, like, have a gut feeling that it's not right. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. And that person, what they bring to you is they show you how you should be treated, you mm -hmm. know? And, like, if that's what you take away from something, you yeah. know? Uh, my roommate recently, sorry, sorry if she doesn't want me to talk about this, <laughs> but she recently was dating this guy who was amazing. He was yeah. super great. He planned dates like they were on The Bachelorette. Like, they yeah. went jet skiing. Oh like they were Like, they were, like, all about it. And she just wasn't feeling like that, that, like, click, that sparkle, that shine. And, like, she ended it with him, and she was super upset and, like, super you know, rightfully so. Yeah. She's like, dude, I don't know why this guy who's so cool and hot and great and all these things, like, I just don't feel it. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm so proud of you for recognizing that someone can give you all those things, but if it's not a match, it's not a match. Right. And you value yourself and your time enough to accept that. Yes. And like, and if the, at the end of the day, if the only lesson learned is that someone can and should do those things for you, then the person that actually you do have that click will, they'll do all those things. Yeah. And you it's going to be amazing. And That's it's going to be the best. too. It's like, wait till I find a guy that I'm stoked on and who all does those things yeah. too. Like it's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. Yes. I'll end it with one fun fact. Uh, jumping off of jet skiing, I dated a guy once who was great and amazing, and he was also very rich, and he took me jet skiing, and I had to end it because his penis was too big. So <laughs> it's like not fun you for know, me. It was too much. You just don't want to ride that wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you did, please leave it a rating. Leave me a few nice words. It helps me out a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, like this video, subscribe for more. Also, if you want to be featured on an episode, Episode, uh, call me, leave me a voicemail, 424-245-5102. Tell me a funny story, tell me a horror story about a time you had a gut feeling and you ended up being right. Um, ask me a question or you can even request episode topics. Uh, if you don't want to leave me a voicemail, you can also email me at WTGFYpodcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>